Welcome to an all-new episode of Rehashing, where each week we rehash the latest top entertainment news stories and recap a whole lot of Bachelor Nation news you may have missed. Hi, hey guys. Hey. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. It's been like a while since we've seen each other because last week we had a minor hiatus. We just like kind of been slacking, I guess. <laughs> I feel like every week there's just like something else that comes up. It's just a busy time. We're also like getting into the summer, like well, the spring months at least. And in Montreal, like with the curfew, it's like, oh, if we want to go outside after work, but we also need to record. There's like a very like limited like, time frame where we can speaking, do it all. Speaking of Montreal, though, as everyone can see, if you're watching the YouTube video, um, I'm back in Montreal because of the Ontario lockdown. I was really worried about like getting stuck in Ontario and not being able to come back and see my family. So I like ran before the borders closed and now I'm here and like, I'll go back soon. Anyway, happy to be here. Like, it's just nice to be with my fam jam and like priority is the dog. She's so cute. It's ridiculous. The mood gets elevated like exponentially when I'm around her, you know, like whatever's a crappy day, just significantly less crap when the dog's around. I a hundred percent agree. You look at the dog and you're like, how could I even be upset? Like yeah. this beautiful creatures in my presence coming <laughs> to be next to me. Yeah, exactly. Like giving me a kiss, giving yeah. me some cuddles. Like how could I ever be upset? It's the unconditional love, you know? Yeah. That's great. But yeah. So now we're back. Very happy to be back. Missed this last week, but I feel like we have so much to catch up on because we missed last week. Yeah. So it's like packing a punch in this episode. Like we've got two weeks mm-hmm. worth of content to talk let's about. Let's do it. Let's, let's do this. Let's get started with the weekly well wishes and muzzle tubs, starting with the ACM awards, because we all slash not Adina watched the awards on Sunday. <laughs> and yes, you did. And it I was had 300 perform- text messages. I was just per- about to say, what was the text count? Like... It was awful. You just like open it and then close it, right? Like you don't go through it. Yeah. No. Well, especially she wasn't watching. I write, is this all about the awards? And then you respond, yes. And I go, goodbye. Right. I mean, listen, like we are four country music fans here. Like you have to expect that there's going to be some conversation going in the group chat. Like that's just what it is. And I feel like. I think I was reading a book and I didn't feel like watching. Classic. I mean, the performances were all great for the most part. Um, the winners, we had this discussion the other day. It's the ACMs. I'm not really sure how it works. I think it's like they're voted on by the Academy the or the Academy votes, whatever. But like there's songs it the Academy? and albums that won that were from 2019. Like the, oh. like the Bones won for what was it? Song of the Year. Yeah. Was a great song. One of, one of the best. But like. It came like May 2019. Songs, like, what, how does that work? 2020 came out after the bones. So, I'm not like, sure. why is it winning? In but I wonder, I, wa- I know, yeah, I wonder how it works because I know, like, with the Grammys, there's like a tight, for example, there's like a tight deadline of like, if you release music and it's like past the deadline date, then yes. like you don't get entered, even though it's within that year. So, with the bones, like maybe it was, it came out. No, it no, came because out it earlier. Was, no, but it, also, what didn't it win something in la, like in the twenty twenty ACMs? It was, I think it was nominated last year. Right, the ACMs right were in September of twenty twenty because they had to get pushed because of Corona. Yeah. and like I, I don't think like it just doesn't make sense. It's she hurt the bones isn't the only song, right? Like. Wasn't I Hope by Gabby Barrett also nominated for something? And that too came out in 2019. And then there's stuff that won in September for 2019 that came out after those songs in the year 2019. That seems really weird. Maybe it was just all a bit like confused. Here's another thing. Entertainer of the year, right? That's the biggest award the ACM gives out. And like usually entertainer of the year includes like touring and performances. And it's not just about like the albums and the music. Mm-hmm. And obviously like 2020 was a weird year. Cause there was no touring and like Luke Bryan didn't do anything. Should have been Luke Combs. He put on so many concerts at home. Right. Like exactly. That's like a great way of putting it. He's like one of the yeah, artists I think, I think of that was one of the first to start doing like live Instagram shows. Right. right? 
These things are rigged. Like the AC, the country music awards are known to like always give the awards to the same people. Like Kelsey Ballerini's like never nominated. Like there's just, there's always problems. There's always somebody who deserves to be nominated that isn't. Here's another one. Dan and Shay win duo of the year every year. My favorite. Love them. No hate towards them. They haven't come out with an album since 2016. How are they winning duo of the year when they're not coming out with new music? It's so true. It makes no sense. It must be other components included in there. Like, I I don't know what, because nobody's toured, but like maybe like performances on shows. Like, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me. No, there's something. I think that all award shows are rigged. People have like personal stakes in them. And people have been saying that about the Grammys for years, and that's just yeah. probably what it is for this as well. Yeah. No, you're anyway. right. Well, anyway, congratulations. It was a, it was a great like show, great performances. Congratulations to everyone who won. And I look forward, what do we have this weekend? We have the Oscars this weekend. Cannot oh, wow. wait. I haven't seen any of the movies, though. I don't know Brad. how many I've watched. Beck's pitch, oh, Beck's wow. picture. But can I be honest? Like, uh, I'm I'm just gonna have a hard time watching the Oscars because the Oscars are typically more of like a boring award show in yes. my opinion. And the best part about it is the red carpet. And there isn't gonna be a red carpet, which is why I look forward to the award shows like the Grammys, the ACMs, because at least we're getting the performances, like we're getting some entertainment. But with the Oscars, like I'm sure they'll try and do some like bullshit creative virtual red carpet, but like it's not gonna be good. So it's not the same. We'll see. I don't know. Well, it's also like it's a year of movies where no one was actually going to movie theaters. Exactly. Yeah. There's not a lot of hype. It's an an award show. Like at least like I find like other award shows are movies and shows, whereas the Oscars is just movies. And I'm not a big fan of new movies. I like old movies (laughs) that came out in 2004 specifically. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I'm just I love the Oscars is like my favorite award show. Like I just am obsessed with movies. And even though I feel like I didn't watch that many Oscar nominated movies this year, because obviously we didn't go to movie theaters and I feel like my movie watching has just been lower this year than normal. I still look so like I so look forward to it. I love the Emmys. Yeah, the Emmys are fun too. So next up we have the baby news, starting with Macklemore and his wife. They are pregnant with their third child, had no idea that there was even a first and a second or even a marriage. So congratulations <laughs> to them. I thought Macklemore was two people. What? I thought Macklemore was two people. Isn't his first name Ryan or it's Ryan and Macklemore? I thought that there was a band called Macklemore and there was two people in the band called Macklemore. Oh, it's Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. So his first name probably isn't Ryan. You probably thought Ryan Lewis was part of the duo because that's when Macklemore became famous. He was he did that song, Can't Hold Us, I think, or whatever. Yeah. No, no, what's the one with the, the fur coat? Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna pop some tags. On yeah, my yeah, yeah. In my pocket. No, that's a different yeah. one. That's a different oh. one, but that's the song I'm thinking of. That okay. was like the first hit. Anyway, whatever. Mazel tov to him and his non-duo performance situation (laughs) next we have brenda's song and macaulay culkin they welcomed their first child together you know what i really thought that he was weird but he he, he dated mila kunis he dated like he's now he has a child with brenda's song like i thought he he was off Okay, everyone know that they were together. Yeah, this is what I don't get. I, think I thought, so. but Kate, Brenda's song before Macaulay Culkin. Do you guys know who she dated? Yeah, <laughs> Cyrus. Yeah, Miley's brother Trey Cyrus from Metro oh, Station. Yeah. Oh. So she clearly has a type. But the best part is that like the news breaks that like her and Macaulay had a baby, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And I'm on Twitter, and all of a sudden I see on the right side, like trending. The top trending topic is London Tipton. <laughs> <laughs> like poor girl like talk about getting pigeonholed into a role like she cannot but has she done anything since she was in like a psychological thriller that was on netflix that came out like not long ago but i don't think she's really done anything like she She is in she she was in a couple of episodes of station 19 as like a small character oh London Tipton's really great, really great. Like I just cannot, like I can't not see her and think of London. I just, you know, I'm a big fan of his. I would say, like Richie Rich, Home Alone. Like I just feel bad for him. I feel like something got lost along the way. Like I feel like Michael Jackson really groomed him. I could get into a whole thing about that. I'm not going to discuss it right now. It's very controversial. 
but I do feel that way. And I feel like I really am happy for him that he's found love with London Tipton. They have their child and like just muzzle tub to them. Muzzle tub. And another muzzle tub to Jackson Brittany from Vanderpump Rules. They had their first child, a baby boy. Um, I'm a Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan. So like that's as connected as I could get, which isn't really that connected. But like I'm happy for them. I think I his name is Cruz, the baby. Oh, yes. beautiful. I'm because, oh, yes. Because I, when I saw that, I thought, hmm, I feel like there's a lot of children in the Bravo world named Cruz. And then I can only think of one. And then I was like, there has to be more. Who's one? Teddy Mellencamp has a son named Cruz. Oh. The think. only other Cruz that I've really heard of is the Beckhams. Yeah. Cruise. Yeah, I was going to say. Because oh, like, that's true. Eh? I forgot about that. Anyways, very happy for them. They're also a very controversial couple on the show, if anyone watched Founder Pump Rules. I do. Um, but good luck to them. The baby. <laughs> All the Vanderpump rules, like, there's, like, five of them who were pregnant slash, like, who already gave birth. It's, like, kind of cool. Yeah, they, like, all get pregnant at the same time. To talk about them all being pregnant. (laughs) So that's the baby news. There's no new relationships this week because, you know, hot girl summer is approaching. So, like, why would you want to get coupled up, you know? (laughs) Vaxxed and waxed, baby. But there are... (laughs) That's amazing. Vaxxed and waxed. I'm, I'm ready for that girl summer. That's amazing. I never yeah. heard that. With that being said, there are two major breakups that did happen since you last saw us. One is obviously J-Lo and A-Rod. They're officially done. However, I did read something a while back. or well, not a while back. When they announced this time that they were officially done, I read something somewhere that said they have been done since it originally came out. Of course. But but Madison LaCroix or whatever her last name is was so involved in the scandal. And J-Lo was just like, she's too like A-list to even like let this girl have a narrative in the story. So they like pretended they were together to let that girl die out and fall into the background and be irrelevant. And then it's like, okay, like we're done. Yeah. When I heard the news, like when they reannounced or whatever, they announced two weeks ago that they were done. I was like, okay, obviously they have been done this entire time. Just JLo needed to like recontrol the narrative and make sure all the spotlight was on her and it was on her terms. Like yeah, she didn't yeah. want it to be like leaked through and she didn't want it to be associated with like A-Rod and all this other scandal. Like she wanted to be like, this is our statement. We're done. And like keep it in her lane basically, which is like. I'm kind of sad. I know no. he's like a little bit, I know he's like kind of sleazy and people don't like, like him that much, but. I don't know. I like their families together. The kids seem like- I know, it's sad. The blended family aspect of it makes me sad. But like- Me too, yeah. I also think A-Rod's such a big fucking idiot. Like, who are you going to get that's better than Jennifer Lopez? Like, there's that's the epitome of a woman. Like, there's nobody- Like, who tops J-Lo? Like, no one. Okay, but speaking of hot girl summer, you know what I'm really excited and I look forward to hopefully seeing? I would love to see, like, J-Lo and Kim Kardashian, like, out on the town having girls' night out. Are they friends? I think they're, like, yeah. Like, are you just, like, making up a narrative, like, a storyline right now? Like, I don't know. No, but... This podcast can be picked up by TMZ tomorrow. Like, (laughs) J-Lo and... J-Lo and Kim, Kim. best friends. No, Kim was, like, obsessed with J-Lo. And, like, we talked about that, I feel like, early on in keeping up with the Kardashians. And then, like, obviously, like, now Kim is bigger than J-Lo. So, like, I don't know. I don't think... Is she bigger than J-Lo? It's a different kind of... J-Lo is on the cover of In Style this month. Oh. Kim has been on the cover of Vogue. I have a comment to make about A-Rod. Did anyone see that he was featured in some TikToks this weekend with the Sway Boys? No. No. It was, they were really funny. (laughs) Was Matt James there also? No, because Josh and Griffin went to Miami while the rest of them were in Atlanta for the fight. And uh, Josh and Griffin went into like A-Rod's house and they like stole his like um, World Series trophy. It was really funny. (laughs) And then they did face masks together. I Who do TikTok people think they are? Sorry, we're not getting into TikTok right now. Okay, but I just, I really enjoyed it. Like, I just, like, find, like, it humanizes, like, all these celebs for me. And I, I'm really here for it. The collabs. <laughs> humanizes them. I feel like it makes them look like dummies. Yeah. If anything, it makes me have less and less respect. Oh, he, no, Josh was there for um, A-Rod's um, daughter's birthday. She loves him. So that's why he was there. Oh, my day. God. 
concept, sorry. Let them be well. Another breakup that I thought was important was Zac Efron and his not famous girlfriend, whose name I have no idea. I'm pretty sure he met her when he was at a restaurant. Her name was Vanessa. Her name was Vanessa. Her name, yeah, Vanessa. Yeah, that makes sense. Because that was the same name. And uh, yeah, she was a waitress in a restaurant, I think, when they met. And they were together. They had like a nice little pandemic romance. And that's done. Adina, this is the, the, the best potential book plot. Like Zac Efron, like on location, meets this woman who's a Should we write it? Should we write the book? Let's write the book. <laughs> I would love to be his restauranter waitress. Same name as the ex-girlfriend that he was in the movie with. They started their career. It's literally a plot waiting to be written Can in I, the book. I thought of a whole book myself while I was driving the other day of a girl who's in quarantine, like during Corona. And like, obviously she like, falls in love with her neighbor. Yes, I really copied. I read book this book already. That already we, just read read, this book. we just read this book two days ago, you and I, but with a little Corona twist. Wait, what book did you and I just read? Life's Too Short. No, Adina, there's a book called Love Under Quarantine that came out in May of last year. That is exactly that plot. They're quarantined and their neighbors. Don't read it. Nobody's listening. Please don't read this book. It's the worst piece of literature <laughs> ever. I was like, whoa, I'm so smart. Well, it's been done. And then I Let's wanted to about. wish a very happy birthday to Surrey Cruz, who is 15 years old. Not yes. sure if it's human years or dog years, because <laughs> what the fuck? Like, when did she, when, when did she, like, what, wasn't she born like four years ago? Like, I just remember that they they, they had I the remember. baby and she was like hidden. And I remember that was like the time where People Magazine like came out every Friday and my mom would always go get People Magazine and like bring it home. And it was always like talking about Surrey Cruz, but nobody knew like what she looked like anything because they were hiding her. So crazy. And now she's that was like so the hidden. first of the celebrity celebrities that hid their babies. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like social media was not. It was just starting. Yet. Like paparazzi, I feel like to that extent was just starting. Yeah, I was going to make a social, uh, it's not social, a Scientology joke, but I don't want them to come from me. So I'm not going to. Because of Tom. Because <laughs> uh, I do find, them. I do find their whole family like very interesting, very intriguing. The Cruz Holmes family? Yeah. I don't think about them ever. Maybe they haven't been, they oh. haven't been a family in 15 years. <laughs> but I think about them sometimes. I think of Katie Holmes. Like I think about how she should. Yeah, I think of poor Katie Joshua Holmes Jackson. too. Like. Just she's doing fine, thoughts. I'm sure. Is she still I with Jamie Foxx? No. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. She's like a young restaurateur, but I find it. it all comes back to the young restaurateur guy. Love it. <laughs> Maybe the book about Zac Efron could be a, a, like a, a crossover <laughs> with Katie Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we want to wish well wishes to Annalyn McCord. She was she played Naomi on 90210. She it came out today that she has dissociative identity disorder, which was formerly known as multiple personality disorder. And I think she's doing well. I don't think it's like a new diagnosis. I think it's just like new to like public knowledge. And she pretty much just said how she like as an actress, she always had trouble coming out of her characters. If she was like working on more than one project at a time, she'd like show up to like set one day and like still be the same character she was from the project the day before. And, like, didn't know how to break from it. And then, like, so crazy with therapy and, like, whatever. Like, she's had a lot of trauma throughout her life. And, like, it all kind of just, like, circles back to, like, her young, malleable child brain being manipulated and taken advantage of and hurt. And so sad. I feel like this is, like, not so uncommon in the actor world. Like, I'm thinking of, like, them switching from role to role. Like, it must not be so easy. Like, think of Heath Ledger when he was doing. The Joker. Joker. I mean, like, like method acting is a definite thing. Actors are doing like intense method acting and they do not break. Like when the camera's called cut mm-hmm. or like when it's a lunch break or whatever, like they stay in character. And that's so mentally taxing. Like I can't imagine having this type of diagnosis and then also not being able to like get back to yourself or figure out like who your actual self is. And mm-hmm. it's very crazy. Like I wish I was well. It's sad. Hope she's okay. Makes me miss like the good old 90210 days. Do we know where we could watch that? 
I think Netflix. it's on. I think it's on Netflix. All the time. I think Netflix. it used to be on Netflix. I think it's still there. Okay, well, I'll have to check that. Out. I'm kind of down for a rewatch, honestly. Me too. Yeah, I'm, a show, and that I'm, one good. I'm down for a rewatch of Beverly Hills 902, and I love love that one's hard to find though. That's nowhere. It's amazing. I like that. I was watching like on a random website before like streaming it's services were a thing, but all the links I ever found the No. <laughs> what they've never watched it well that's a shame i think alana i think alana we watched it at the same time in in dawson i think you, you watched guys, it before me oh you guys but, will be happy to know what my new watch is i won't say it yet don't because, say oh, it yet. don't say it yet because it's a surprise for all of us we had this conversation the other day and we were yeah. trying we were throwing we're stuff at you and you were just like no 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 and i wanted to be like well Sucks to suck. Well, I want to get there. So since we want to get there, I'm going to move on to our next story, which is kind of like a well-wish, but it's more of like a sad well-wish. So as everybody knows, um, Prince Philip passed away. I think it was last week. Unfortunately, he died at 99 years old. And this weekend, this past weekend was the funeral. I don't know if you guys watched, but I literally watched the entire thing because I just love the Royals. And I was very invested to see you know, was who was there? Was Harry there? Was Megan there? Were they talking? Like what was going on? Um, were they talking to the brother to William? I mean, so at first it was very intense because Harry and William were not walking together. Like there was somebody very clearly walking in between them and Megan wasn't there because she's like a hundred weeks pregnant, I think. And she wasn't allowed to travel. Um, so at first when they were walking into the the sanctuary. They were not together. They didn't sit together. They didn't say a word to each other. But then I don't know if you guys saw when they were walking out, Harry was walking with Kate and um, William. William. And I was like, oh my God, like they're talking. Do you think this is the first time that they've spoken? It's very stressful. I think like the way they walked out together, because I saw the clip of them leaving. I just... I find it hard. Like, I think they didn't want to draw attention to like the relationship and the scandal of the family. So it was easier for like the main, like the beginning and the ceremony to keep them separated because then that's all people would be talking about. They'd it's be so talking true. about the fact that they were sitting next to each other, the fact that they looked at each other, that like, one of them started crying and com- comforted the other one, you know, like they were talking about it no matter what. Like I was watching yes. it on, like I was flipping back and forth between like CNN, CBC, whatever. And literally every single news anchor was like, as you can see, Harry and William mm. are not walking next to each other in the procession. And look, they are sitting across from each but, other in the sanctuary. Like, right. I almost like, feel like they made it worse. <laughs> no, but it came out before the actual funeral that they weren't going to be walking together. Right, they weren't you- going to be near each other. So like, it would have been a lot more, of they would there would have been more to talk about if they were sitting together because everyone knows there's a strain like that's not a secret but what's so crazy is like prince philip first of all he'll be like i feel like we've spoken so much about him like the past like 15 weeks that we've been doing this like we talk about him so often but prince philip passes away which is like so tragic so sad the queen is now like left without her significant other that she's been with for like 70 something years and the narrative right away spins to Harry's coming to town, Harry and William, what's going to happen? The focus is not on Philip. The focus is fully on Harry and William and the big blow Oprah Winfrey interview. Like that's so sad that that's the focus. Like, and that's and the also, draw. And the worst part about it also is I was watching like on the news, they were saying like they were both super close with their grandfather, with mm-hmm. Philip. And like, he also like, because he was like that outsider and like, I don't know, like he just had a different perspective to offer to his grandchildren. And I think that, like, it's just really too bad that there was this terrible scandal going on, like, right when he passed away because it yeah. just, like, didn't honor him properly, so. If if you remember in the interview when Harry came out and he was talking with Oprah, he made a comment about how, like, he FaceTimes his grandfather or Archie FaceTimes Prince Philip. And, like, he made a joke that, like, when they're done the call, he just, like, closes the laptop. He doesn't actually, like, end mm-hmm. the call. And, like, that he was really the only member of the family that, like, Harry gave any like inkling of a relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. Like he gave like a personal anecdote that you could tell that they have a personal relationship. It's more than just the fact that they're like blood and the Royals. Like it's so sad. All of it is so sad. And the way that the queen was sitting by herself because they're not in the same bubble, like totally isolated, like horrible. And also I'm 
put this in the notes. I don't know if you saw it though. The queen lost a very close friend the day of the funeral. Know that? Oh, sad. Serious? I didn't see that. Yeah. Okay. Next story. Kourtney Kardashian celebrated her birthday over the weekend. Um, how we knew about her birthday is because Travis Barker posted um, a beautiful tribute to Courtney's birthday, really like giving us an insight into their personal life, like some very intimate photos. I love when celebrities post like pictures like that. Like I really just feel like I like get to know them more, know what they're all about. He got her a beautiful flower arrangement and I just, I was living for it. I loved it. Okay, can we just talk about like, can we just address the elephant in the room, which is Travis's thumb? The video? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was something else. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very explicit video. Like people were yeah. pro- like, well, that's the first reason why anyone even cares that Kourtney Kardashian turned 42 because Travis Barker posted like a semi-inappropriate video. Like it's not actually inappropriate, but if you look at it fast before you actually see the video, it looks really inappropriate. I really thought it was something else. I really did. But not only that, <laughs> like I think Travis, like obviously everybody knew that Travis and Courtney were together because like they've been traveling together and whatever. Yeah. But I, this was like the first official post that he made. And he literally wrote like, I fucking love you. Like he wrote, you know, well, it was pretty yeah. like out there that they were together so, and serious. Happy birthday, Courtney. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Um, so speaking of things that are happy and things that are not happy, Demi Lovato is not happy. And this is why. Is she ever? He, is she ever? Good question. <laughs> Honestly, everyone knows I'm like the queen of the Demi Lovato ship. Like I'm the captain of her fan club. I'm the president. I'm the CEO. I'm the founder. I'm everything. Um, I'm not a fan of her today. I don't understand what her problem is, but basically she's mad at a frozen yogurt shop in California because when she walked in to go get frozen yogurt, there was like sugar-free options and vegan options before the regular options. And she took it to social media. What does that mean before? Like when you walk in, you know, like you see all the flavors. Okay. When you walk in, it was all the diet flavors or like the dietary restricted flavors before the full fat, full sugar, regular flavors. So what she did is posted on social media and was like, this is triggering. I'm in eating disorder recovery. Seeing diet foods is triggering for me. Like it shouldn't be front and center basically is what she said. And she tagged the Froyo shop, which is a small Froyo shop. that has been around for like 30 years. It's one location. Like this is what I like to call an entitled person who is bored and has nothing better to do with their time. Even though it's strange because she has a lot of better things to do with her time. Like, I don't know, promoting her album and singing and like (laughs) becoming better. But instead she decides to tear down a small business during like a pandemic for no reason. Yeah, shaking my damn head, shaking my head. I'm on the exact same side as you, but basically the company, like the Froyo place reached out to her and they basically explained to her that like, they weren't trying to like promote diet culture. They weren't trying to promote anything bad. They're just very inclusive in the offerings that they have. Like they have dairy-free, they have sugar-free. They are trying to appeal to a wide variety of people. And they literally point blank said to her, Demi was posting the DMs. Like they point blank said like, we're sorry, we'll do better. We didn't mean to, like, this wasn't our intention. And Demi was just like, you need to do better. You need to do better. And everyone went at her, like everyone and their mother went at her. And yesterday she posted a live video on Instagram. She literally was just like, it's an eight minute long video. And she basically, basically was like, I'm never going to be quiet about things I'm passionate about. Anyone that knows me knows that I'm passionate about eating disorder recovery. There's something I'm passionate about. I get that my cut the way I came off, maybe offended people. That wasn't my intention. I'm just trying to like bring light to issues that matter to me. Where does she live? She lives in century city, like in that area. So every single restaurant is vegan. This exactly city's very specifically. And I don't, yeah, I was telling you, like, I was talking to like Los Angeles or New York. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't find sugar free or dairy free diet culture. Like, I think of people's like bad stomachs or like diet anxiety. Yeah, like that's who I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of people who want sugar free ice cream. It's crazy. No, honestly. okay. There's one thing I can give to her, and that one thing is the fact that like LA is known for promoting diet culture. Yes. Like, don't There's move. always a new fad. Oh, I can't eat gluten. I can't eat dairy. I'm this. I'm that. Like, why target like a mom and pop froyo restaurant? Like, because yeah. she is so famous and has like 
her team is just like, yeah, Demi, you go, Demi. You're right, Demi. You do it, Demi. You're so good. Like, don't even think that it's her team. I honestly, no, but like, no one on her side is like telling her no. They're only 100%. Especially after everything she's gone through, nobody's right. Exactly. No one would try and like, right, fully with her. But that's what I'm trying to say. I think like, today if also like she really was like my intention was not to like harm a small business which I I genuinely don't think she was trying to take this business down I think it was like the bigger topic of like promoting diet culture especially in LA like what you said but it's just really problematic on so many different levels and it's messaging me exactly it's totally tone deaf and everyone's messaging me like expecting me to be on Debbie's side to like give the rebuttal like I'm unable to provide because for the first time in my 15 years of loving Demi Lovato I'm going to admit that she is in the wrong and I think that's where that recap that leads us to can I get some snaps what we're reading what we're watching what we're listening to I wasn't expecting you to go there Thank you. I try. I've been practicing my jingle. So welcome back to our segment of WWRWL. Um, I'm so excited to listen to what everyone's been up to. As we said, we missed last week. So there's just probably so much we all have to say. And I'm going to start with Alana because she's the top of my screen and I'd love to hear from her. So (laughs) I finally finished Gilmore Girls and I watched Gilmore Gilmore Girls Seasons. not the first time again, but I just, I remember watching seasons the first time. And I don't know for those of you, Sam has no interest in watching, so I don't feel bad spoiling it. But at the end she announces, she tells Lorelai she's pregnant and we're all like, Oh my God, who's the father. But like, there's only one obvious choice who the father was because of the timeline. And I was just watching it. And I was like, how did I think it was someone from like six months prior? And then it like circles back to like Logan's her Christopher, Jess is her Luke, but like, no, it's Logan. Logan's her Luke, her Christopher, her sun, moon, and stars. Like, I it's don't just. I know if I agree. Well, you know what? We're going to save it for another time because okay. we I still watch it, but whatever. I think you I should. Watch. I watched it a while ago and I like don't really remember it. It's worth It's the best rewatch. I just rewatched myself, as we all know. I could rewatch it again if I wanted to right now. Me too. I could restart it again, even though I just finished it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys, but I lost the remote for my fire stick. Yes, you I found it last night. So like muscles love to you. We're back in business. I now have my Disney Plus and my Hey You. I got it all. Um, I'm not limited to just Netflix and cable TV. Happy to hear that. Um, so I watched Younger. Just the first three episodes. I haven't watched all four yet. Oh, Um, I watched all four last night. And like it's fine. I'm like no, it's bad. I wish I had the entire season to binge versus just like a few episodes at a time. But like I couldn't wait. Um, yeah, we'll wait to, th- I guess we'll wait to talk about it until you guys watch it like another time, but I think I'm yeah. going to restart younger from season one because I was obsessed with it when it came out and I've been watching it like week by week. Like literally I had TV land as part of my cable package to watch it. Like I've been watching week by week and I don't remember like early days. Like I just I think I want to rewatch and binge it all. And then I'll watch the new ones like in a binge session right at the end. I've been reading before we were strangers. I know you guys have all read it. I'll let you know my thoughts. You I'm, never t- told me that you started. I literally just started it like two nights ago. I've maybe read like 15% of it. Um, I'll f- probably finish by like the weekend or something, but yeah. So that's what I'm reading. It's and so good. Into. It's good. And I don't read that much and I loved it. I know that's what encouraged me to read it. The fact that like Sam read it in a day and that's unheard of. So yeah. amen. I knew it would be a fast read. And then listening to, so since we've last recorded, we have been given a gift from God and that is a Taylor Swift album, but not just any album, an album that we already know, but you know, now it's her version and it's just wonderful to listen to. So that I've been listening to, I've been listening to Justin Bieber's album because that's even still great. And there's probably something else, but I'm forgetting it. So, yeah. well, thank you so much for sharing. Samantha, would you like to go next? I would love that. Um, so I'll start with what I'm reading because it's the least important in my books, um, <laughs> pun intended. So <laughs> I, um, I'm reading a book called The Hating Game. Shocker, I'm not focused on like a book club book right now. I'm trying to, you know, add yeah. more um, options to my like schedule. So um, I am reading The Hating Game. I'm maybe like 
I want to say 20% in, not very far. Um, and I'll just keep reading it until Adina announces the next book club. And then I'll probably put it to the side and pick it up again after. We'll see what happens with that. But I'm listening to, honestly, I, there's like, like you said, I've been Taylor Swift. Like I really don't think there was anything um, that new that came out that I've been listening to uh, that I've been loving. So mm-hmm. I've just been listening to the same things over and over again. And what I'm watching, who's ready to hear what I chose? So I'm so excited. In addition, in addition to watching Younger, uh, which I binge watched last night, um, I finally finished New Girl and I cried so much at the end. So I'm very sad that that's over. But the new show that I've chosen to watch, and I haven't yet decided if I'm going to stick with it, but I think I probably will, is Desperate Housewives. <gasps> thank you. Love. So, thank you so much to all of you for your recommendations. I am still probably like eventually I will finish Dawson's Creek and eventually I will finish Gilmore Girls. I just find them very slow and long processes. But for now, I think I'm going to watch Desperate Housewives. That's what I'm feeling because I need like a solid show. Just like I never watched. The thing with Desperate Housewives is that like it could get like low key scary. So just like be prepared for that. And like because it's really unexpected. Like you don't think that that's going to happen. And then you're like, whoa. Yeah, so I, I I already get that vibe yeah. a little bit. Like, there's already some, like, secrets and, mm-hmm. and, like, behind-the-scenes things that are happening. So we'll see. Maybe you'll like, like it. I think I'll like it, but we'll see what happens. So, and the other thing that I wanted to mention, two things I'm very excited about. One is Bridgerton was renewed for seasons three and four before they even released season two. So that's very exciting. And also Ginny and Georgia is renewed for season two. So I'm very excited about that, that one. Is very he did that show. I love it. Great show. Great show. Thank you so much for sharing, Sam. Liana, would you like to share? Would love to. So um, in terms of what I'm listening to, I'm only listening to Taylor Swift. I made the best playlist. It's like all of her hits. I made sure I took all of the old Fearless out, put only the new Fearless in. It's so good. I've been listening to it like literally around the clock. But I've been reading a lot in the past two weeks. I actually read like five books in the last two weeks. Um, I'm just going to like say something. Is your Goodreads open? Because so is mine. Yeah, my Goodreads is open because it's hard to track. (laughs) I know. One. I'm going to spare all of you and tell you all to not read the book, The Push. It's so overhyped and it's so bad. It's supposed to be a psychological thriller, but there's nothing like psychological thrilling about it. It's honestly just disturbing and bad. So don't read it, especially if you're a parent, okay. don't read it. Not, not worth it. Oh, now you kind of uh, made me want to read it. No, no, no. It's really I not. I thought you read it, Adina. No, it's on my TBR, but. Take it off. It's not okay. worth it. Um, book I am obsessed with that I know Adina you read and love too was Life's Too Short. We talked about it earlier. It's so good. I'm obsessed. And, just- and now I'm reading A Thousand Boy Kisses and I'm like really into it, but I'm surprised that I'm into it because it's YA and I normally don't like YA books. You figure out what, what movie it reminded you of? Like, what book? No, like are you saying a walk to remember? Like yes! oh, okay. <laughs> and then in terms of things I'm watching, I'm still watching Baby Daddy. It's the best show on Disney Plus. It's like the perfect show. It's 20 minutes. I laugh. I cry. It's so good. And I forgot how good it is. I'm almost done. I have like a season left, which is sad. But I also watched The Circle, which came out for season two. Did any of you watch oh, no. on Netflix? Have you watched any of it? Did you watch season one? No. Oh, it's so fun. It's a competition show. And every week, basically, people live alone in this apartment. And you have this online personality that you create. You could either be yourself or you could be a catfish. And you basically have to like become popular ranked amongst the other people that are playing and you do different challenges and the people that are voted the highest become like influencers. It's kind of like big brothery. Um, but this season is so funny because they have Lance Bass's executive assistant as a person in the circle and she's pretending to be Lance Bass and nobody knows. And like all of the older people are like, oh my God, it's Lance Bass. And all the younger people are like, who's in sync? Like one of them was like, what's star N S Y N C like, they didn't get it. Okay, speaking of other reality TV, the trailer for season four of Siesta Key came out last week. I know. And it looks so insane. Like, Chloe's leaving. I can't wait till that show comes back so we can talk about it. But I'm very excited. Also, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills trailer came out. Like, just so much That season out. is going to be so good. So much to do. And what I've realized from all these conversations, it seems like I've watched everything watching everything and yeah, I you've literally watched everything but you haven't watched the circle so that's true so thank you, you would like it I feel like you would like it so I finished I don't know what show was the last one that I watched make it or break it well I finished that 
Um, I'm now watching Private Practice. I'm starting it for the first time. It is not a rewatch. Whoa. Yeah, I'm starting from the beginning and I'm really excited. Um, I love Grey's Anatomy, so I just feel like I'll love Private Practice. What I've been reading, I also read Life's Too Short, Phenomenal. I read Second First Impressions, which is the Um, author that wrote the book Sam is reading now. And I'm a bit of 50-50 on it. Like I did not like the first 50%, but then I liked the last 50%. Yeah. So things happen. I read another book called Orbiting Jupiter, which will be our next book club book. Big announcement. I was getting really stressed that like people weren't liking the book club book. So I just like, I needed to read it myself before assigning it to other people to read. And that's just on social anxiety. And (laughs) 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 now I'm currently reading Archer's Voice, which Liana recommended to me last year in March, I think, like really on Demi. And I'm reading it now and I'm really enjoying it. I I was delayed for this podcast because I was really into the steam of it all. Are you listening to anything? Same as everyone. Uh, Justin Bieber, Taylor Swift, I listen to sometimes to like think about the time I burned a picture to like be dramatic. And <laughs> um, that's about it. So it is that time of the hour. We are very excited to talk about some very important Bachelor Nation updates. I am definitely missing The Bachelor. I don't know about you guys, but I'm very excited to announce that Katie's season, which am I excited to announce? I'm not sure. Will be coming <laughs> out on TV on June 7th. Um, we'll see, I guess, how that one goes. But the real excitement is Bachelor in Paradise. The USA version will be coming out on August 16th. So that's very exciting. Um, and until then, we'll just keep uh, giving the Bachelor Nation updates. So the biggest news in Bachelor Nation over the past couple of weeks is all about Colton Underwood. So he did a tell all basically with good morning America. Um, and he let the world know that he is gay. Um, so we maybe should have put that in a well wish cause we're very happy for him, but there's a lot going on. Um, a lot of people aren't too happy about the fact that it was also announced that he is getting a Netflix special. I don't really know what it's going to be about. I guess just kind of like about his life and how he's come to terms with his sexuality and, um, everything, you know, that he's suffered through but people are not so happy about it because they're saying, you know, yes, Colton kind of found himself and yes, he came out, but that doesn't erase the fact that he was very cruel to his ex-girlfriend, Cassie Randolph. Um, I don't know. I think Adina, you had something you wanted to say about that. No, I don't have much to say. I, I never really liked him as a person in general. I, 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 you could tell he's like, not a good person. I'm sorry. While watching his season, I didn't feel like any empathy towards him at all. Um, Wait, can I just he, ask why you didn't think he was a good person? Like, what did I he do like, that made him a bad he, person? Not a bad person. It's just like he. I could tell that he was manipulative and toxic. Like Cassie told you 35 times she didn't want to be with you. You're freaking jumping over a fence. Like people, okay, but we allowed also, to say no. Can we also like address like the weight that he was carrying at the time and like what that does to your like mental stability. I'm okay. Completely understand. But I, but one thing does not take away another thing. I'm sorry. It's 2021. Like I understand like this weight was on his shoulders, but you cannot put a tracking device on someone's car. You cannot manipulate them. You cannot be a psychopath and okay. then be like, okay, I'm gay. Like, so this is we need we need to address what really what we do know about what happened between Colton and Cassie after they broke up, and that is that she filed a restraining order against him. I have personally looked at the restraining order and looked at the evidence. I don't know. If I you looked guys at the did. evidence too. I saw the tracking device. Did you? You saw. I saw the tracking device. I saw the text messages to her yes. brother and everything he was saying. It was fucked up. He. No one should ever do that. I do think, though, the fact that she filed the restraining order and then two months later she decided she didn't want to go through with it. That's a nice person, maybe? No, they had, they spoke, they came to an agreement. He's, you don't, you file a restraining order because you don't feel safe. You cancel that restraining order because you feel safe. Okay, but at the time she didn't feel safe. It's it's important to know at one point in her life, Colton Underwood made someone feel unsafe. But we don't know the details of the whole thing. Like we don't, until she speaks on this because she hasn't yet. And if she never, if she chooses to never address it, that's her choice. But like, 
I think to say that like he's not entitled to his Netflix special because he put a tracking device on her car and sent the text messages when he was going through everything that he was going through. Like we don't know. So like, I feel like the conversation everything is, is an allegation. And like, it, that's not fair for him because it's just people trying to cancel him for things that he never did. Or but I don't think I'm sorry, not that he never did. Show not that he never did. Okay. For, okay, like, okay a okay. narrative <laughs> that they're creating. Okay. Is he getting a show? No, what I think the actual conversation has to be is it's amazing that he's finally come to come yes. to terms with his sexuality. And it's great that Netflix wants to give him a platform now to show how this happened. Like the trajectory of his life, growing up very, very Catholic, being a football player, dating an American Olympian, going on the bachelorette, going on the bachelor, like while always having this closeted identity, right. that's, that's what Netflix wants to do. However, as a leading streaming platform with all these allegations against Colton, with this filed police report, a restraining order against him, it's irresponsible for Netflix to do this and give him this platform without addressing the actual issue here, which is at some point in his life, in his relationship, regardless of the motive behind it, because he was trying to hide his sexuality or he was carrying all this baggage, whatever it is, he made someone feel very at risk to the point where they had to file a police report and a restraining order against them. So until that can be addressed and cleared, maybe it's part of the Netflix special. Maybe Colton sits down with Cassie and they hash it out, but everybody calling to cancel a show that hasn't happened yet, I feel like is a bit dramatic. And I feel like Netflix needs to take the ownership and just be like, yes, we are aware of the allegations against Colton. Yes, we are aware that there was a police report, but Colton has learned he's made amends with Cassie and we're moving on. That's all that needs to be said. That's what I'm saying. Is that not what I said? I don't know. That's just I, just, I, like, I just want to know like why we needed this show. I just think that there's a very big appetite for content like this. There's no reality show right now of this person who had lived a public life as a straight man who was now coming out as a gay man and how they come to cope with that, like how they come to deal with that. And how not even just like a straight man. He was a straight man on a, the largest television show on the, like on ABC as the lead for a dating show. Hypersexualized, hyper-romanticized. Like, like this is gonna be like I I really feel like Colton going on Good Morning America, he had to have known that there was gonna be some controversy that comes out of it. Yeah, because, Not because people aren't happy for him. We're all very happy for him, you know? No, like everybody's because, happy for him that he's living his truth, but he he had to have known that there was gonna be some controversy regarding the Cassie thing. Bachelor Nation fans are crazy. Like they, they are crazy. So not there was just gonna everyone, be everyone angry people. cancel culture is just like the biggest thing to ever happen and and people look for every little thing i'm i agree i'm really like very anti cancel culture but i i don't know like i i for some reason there's something about this that is just making i think me it just feel, comes also make me feel icky well, Adina, like you also come from a place where you were never a fan of him. And then when this whole yes. thing against Cassie came out, you were like, I was right. I knew it when he made her like stay on the show and he jumped the fence for her and she was saying, no, you already have these like negative feelings towards him. So I get where you stand. But like as somebody like me, for example, it's more neutral where like, I didn't really feel sure. either way about him. I see it from both sides. I don't, I don't think that the fact that he's getting a Netflix show and he's getting all this praise for now coming out has anything to do really with the restraining order. Like it's two separate situations and they each need to be dealt with but I don't think that like one's a band-aid for the other okay so we have a couple more bachelor nation updates Raven and Adam got married finally they had delayed their wedding three different times um I kind of forgot about them and then I realized that I follow both of them on Instagram and they started resurfacing again and I kind of got to see all their wedding content and I'm very happy for them he's just like a nice Jewish boy and she like couldn't be any more not that and <laughs> I just I love the two of them together they got married under chuppah and I just it, it's really beautiful and next up this is just like a really funny story that Alana wanted me to mention but we just wanted to talk quickly about how Victoria Fuller is a born-again virgin and she's waiting for marriage now so it that just couldn't feel any more different than the character she played when she was on The Bachelor so good for is her she, is she waiting Our- for her marriage or like someone else's marriage <laughs> question that I didn't listen to the interview I just like read an article about it that said like she had a really hard year living in LA which I didn't realize she was living in LA this past year I thought she was in Iowa for like three months of it at least when she dated Chris Souls (laughs) um but like 
I don't know. She like moved to Nashville and she's like trying to find herself. I think she's been hanging out with Maddie Prue for far too long. Like, <laughs> so funny. You know, good for her. I wish her the best of luck. Like, there are a lot of country singers in Nashville and we know that's her thing. So I just, I really do wish her the best. Good luck. She's so irrelevant. I do not think about her yeah. ever. Like, I think she's either. the prettiest contestant to ever be on this show. I will bat that. She's gorgeous. I yeah. don't know if I believe that. I don't think Go to her Instagram that. and just scroll through it and you're just like, what is this person? What lab was she created in? <laughs> oh, very interesting. I'll have to think about my pick. So that was it for the Bachelor Nation stories. Um, a couple of important ones, a couple of not so important <laughs> ones, but you know, that's how it is with Bachelor Nation, right guys? Yeah. That's how it is, baby. I'm really is. excited for Katie's season. I know that like we are like, ugh, Katie, but I'm just really like itching for more Bachelor content. I'm excited. Like I'm excited for a Bachelorette season. The best yeah. part about a Bachelorette season is that the lead is like the least important kind of, because yes. do you know what I mean? Like, with The Bachelor, like, oh, we want, like, a nice, like, good, good-looking guy. But with The Bachelorette, like, there's so many, like, men everywhere. I we find so good. We The Bachelor him. is more focused on drama and, like, everything going on. Whereas The Bachelorette is more focused on, like, we actually want her to, like, find a nice man and, like, yeah, get hit. I agree. I prefer The Bachelor over The Bachelor. I don't. I do I not. Yeah, I like The Bachelorette way more. Like, I find it, like so sad to my female race watching girls fighting over a man but it's like so nice watching men I just, fight over my a favorite part <laughs> of the show is like seeing everyone's dresses and outfits and like 90% of the time they're awful they're awful you can't they're not say good. that favorite part Alana you just made that up did you not hear did you not I hear me finish to believe that that I love it because they're awful. Like, it's like, where are you wear? Like, where did you find this dress? Oh, and then I have my Instagram accounts that go and find their outfits and show it was like a $29 dress from like Shein or whatever that one of those yeah, like fast fashion it. websites is. And I think it's so funny. That's why I was so obsessed with Brie because she had the best clothes. The but best. like, Alana, if you were going on The Bachelor as a contestant and they told you to bring like 18 dresses, you might spend $29.99 on a couple of them because it's expensive. Like no, it no, adds no. up you were paying attention to my Zara haul last night, you would have heard me mention that I've been buying dresses from Zara that fit me and look cute for years. And they're all in my closet with the tag still on them. So I'm, I'm ready to go. If, if I need to go on the bachelor tomorrow, I have the dress. Commentary. Sam, wrap it up, please. That wasn't the point of like what I was <laughs> trying to say. Like, you might buy them too. Toes. Like, no, I already have them. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I can't. I can't. That all being said, I, I think this little mess up situation <laughs> is the perfect way to end. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening to another episode of Rehashing the Podcast. We're so excited to have you here, as always. For more updates and breaking entertainment news, you can follow us on Instagram at Rehashing Podcast. As always, if there's a story or a little piece of information that you want to share with us, please slide into our DMs. We are happy to chat with you always. Um, you can also email us at rehashingpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to share our podcast with all your friends and family. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and if you are watching us on YouTube, we'd love to see you. Thank you so much. So that's all for now. We can't wait to rehash it out with all of you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.